Good eye, Cobber. Hello, guys, and welcome to the second episode of the Overwatch Hour. I'm your host, Joel, and as always, I'm joined today by Nathan. Let's get into it. What's going on, Nathan? How are you, man? Good. What's going on? <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, let's yeah. just crack right into it, hey? Easy, easy. <laughs> easy. Alright, now, as we were just discussing earlier, there's not a whole lot that's been going on with Overwatch recently. I mean, if you don't count a brand new character being announced and a few, you know, PTR changes here and there, it's been relatively <laughs> quiet. But, um... Yeah, a bit boring. <laughs> uh, first things first, uh, what everyone's talking about. Well, actually, no, that's a bit of a lie. I actually haven't seen all that much around the traps on Orisa, have you? Uh, not really. I mean... <laughs> For the first time when she was announced, uh, like, well, when she first actually was dropped on the PTR, there wasn't much circulating around for her. Everyone was sure it was Doomfist. Yeah. So it caught everyone kind of off guard, to be honest, that it was actually Arisa. And there was, like, a little... I guess now that you really think about it, there was a bit to do with her since, like, the Numbani airport thing, like, all those robots were basically her. But besides True. that, there was no real indication of it that everyone was so set on Doomfist being the, um, the next hero. See, that's how, like, out of the loop I am. See, I thought that the shit in the airport was still to do with Doomfist. I don't... Well, it, it was, yeah. Like, the, how it was supposed to do with Doomfist, actually, is, like, he was, um... <laughs> those OR-15 units, which are in the airport, were, uh, the protectors, the robots, um, built to protect the city, and Doomfist destroyed them all. Oh, okay. So but... that's, um... That, that's ah, so he still is, still is part of it. Just it turns out yeah. that Arissa was one of those robots that was defending as well. Is that is that yeah. how it goes? Okay. So, Efi or Effie, however it's pronounced, was um, she was obviously a person living in in Numbani, yeah. and she she saw the OR15s weren't well. What she decided is that they weren't made to be what they should have been. They were kind of a letdown. But she saw what they could be, and that's what she took one of the broken OR15s and made it into. Um, what we know as Arissa, she upgraded it into ah, what it should be. Okay, so it kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes, uh, it kind of actually makes more sense that they would bring Doomfist out first, let him fuck shit up for a while, and then bring out the thing that's kind of designed to stop him. But I hmm. mean, it's kind of interchangeable, isn't it? Like you can go either way. They've obviously decided to go with Arissa, maybe because Doomfist is such a hyped thing. They they want to like just make sure it's perfect. Oh yeah, it could just be that as well. I mean, Blizzard likes to fuck people around. Like it, you look at how they do every Hearthstone expansion, every WoW expansion there's ever been. They've always mm. thrown curveballs out there and tried to trick everyone, and it's kind of a good thing because it makes it a lot more exciting because you really have no clue what's going to happen. Um, well, yeah, I guess after the Sombra release, because Sombra was so predicted by that point because all those. Um, I don't know exactly about much about it because I didn't really follow it personally, but they had these like uh, Easter egg things where people would go out and they basically knew it was Sombra and there was no doubt about it being Sombra and then it was Sombra. I was like, well, we already knew this. We're just kind of waiting for you to announce it and hurry up and get along with it. So I guess they kind of took... Um, Must have pissed them off a bit. They're like, yeah, nah, well, it we kind wanna... of ruined their hype there. So they, they kind of took some, a lesson from that and thought, all right, we can do it right this time. And that's how they've done it. They've thrown everyone off with Orisa. Because um, until she was released, I heard nothing of her. Like, no one... Was there yeah, anything? I, I, mean, I, I, didn't I didn't even anything. know there was... Like, I knew there was the whole Omnic crisis and everything from Zenyatta, but I had no fucking clue they had any intentions of bringing other, uh, like, robot characters in. I mean, there's already Zenyatta and Bastion. Um, hmm. And I, don't, I think that's the same thing. Like, people like we 
what's the new thing? And everyone was like, oh, Doomfist, you know, we need a tank at the moment because it's kind of the most stale role at the moment. Uh, so on, so on, so on. It must be Doomfist, blah, blah, blah. And then they've come out of left field and brought still the tank role that everyone wants. Because let's be honest, that's, uh, I mean, the tank role has been the most problematic in the entire game to date so far. Mm. I mean, we went mm. through that horrific tank meta that I don't think anyone except for Diva mains liked. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, for sure. Uh, like, sin- since then, it's kind of changed again. But now I think there's a few people that are worried about this bringing it back, which we'll discuss later. Um, but I think first off, we should just pump straight into our abilities. Um, I mean, I don't think... Uh, I don't for sure really care about her backstory too much. Um, no, that was pretty much what we just said is really it. Yeah, true, like exactly. Was, yeah. Um, um, so basically her primary fire is more or less her... her I, I don't know if it's a problem, but it seems really strong. Like, I think it, it, it's gone through changes, obviously, which we'll discuss. But um, initially, uh, I don't actually know the damage that it initially did, but I, I know that she had uh, 200 in her magazine. Yep. Um, or, or whatever we want to consider that. So she was basically carrying around a bastion turret on her, um, a bastion sentry on her, her right arm, which is seems a bit uh, a bit strong at first. But uh, it it seemed if you if you played her yet on PTR at all at all like no, I haven't I haven't given her a try at all. And just uh, just as a bit of info, I've got the stats up here. So for okay, her yeah. fusion driver, it's called, which is her primary fire. It's twelve mm-hmm. damage per bullet. And it's 12 rounds per second. Okay. And 150 ammo clip now, since, as you mentioned, it was 200 and it's been lowered to 150. That's a fucked amount of damage. 12 uh, damage so at 12 per second. Is there a drop-off there at all? Is it mentioned anything like that? Or is it just uh, strict 12 damage? I don't think she would... I don't, look. It doesn't mention anything. I would imagine anything. it'd be a drop-off. They'd have to... Like oh, tanks. but it is plasma. Like, yeah, does Zaya doesn't have drop-off? Soldier, no. uh, soldier has drop off. So, I uh, I think you're right though. They'd, they'd have to be. I reckon it's going to be a mid range drop she's off. Not, she, she's not hit scan technically, is she? It no, has, she's projectile speed. Yeah. It's, so I don't think they'd have drop off then. Okay, from what I've noticed, it's really similar to Zenyatta's, but okay. maybe yeah, a okay. bit quicker. I mean, okay, projectile speed sixty six point six six for for um. Arissa, and now let me quickly Some grab per second. I imagine. Yeah, let me grab like Zenyatta's so we can have a good comparison here. So his auto is it's exactly the same, sixty six point six six meters per second. So, yeah, he, so she has the exact same projectile. delay. Yeah, and it's it's um, quite visible when you watch like some YouTube gameplay of her. It's quite visible that you have to really drag her shot in front of people. Um, mm. but still, if you can get decent at that, like there's plenty of really really good zenyatta players out there um if you if you can master that projectile speed and get good at it i mean you're going to be doing what is that a hundred and hundred and forty eight damage a second that's uh, what is it for 12 by 12, 144 144 damage per second that that's on a tank albeit not the, damage, the healthiest yeah. tank but that is like geez. i guess she's more of an off tank technically yeah, definitely. I mean, and I think she's, she's, I mean, you class people like Roadhog as the off tank slash DPS kind of character. I think she's going to kind of slip into that role as well, but she's more of a, obviously, ranged option. I mean, mm. Roadhog is ranged, but, you know, not, not really. You have to be within hook range. Um, but yeah, if you want to continue on, so that's her primary fire. 
So her alternate fire is um that's the orb, isn't it? Yeah. Uh so that that that's like we've got a mini graviton surge or something like that. Um and I actually have seen some really interesting uh like plays for this and um uh, it, it didn't really like uh, appear too obvious of what kind of use it'd be. I kind of just feel like you know you'd grab people in for a bit of extra CC. But I have seen some really interesting kind of combinations here. Um, but straight stats wise, it's so it, it's basically like you just shoot uh, a right click Symmetra with with no charge. It just kind of floats out, uh, and it, it basically ha- it basically just latches onto everyone at either the end of its time, which is like. Uh, it doesn't have a, a time, or is it, it just keep going until you click it? I'm pretty sure it gets to a certain point and then just auto detonates. Maybe, uh, maybe. Let's have a look. It, it has. I don't actually know. I'll give you the numbers on it. Um, so its cooldown's eight seconds. Casting time's point three seconds. It does have a cast time. Area of effect is seven point five meters. So that that'd be the latch effect, I'd assume. The the pull. Yeah. And the speed's twenty meters per second. Doesn't say anything about an end range. I don't think there is. I think it would Maybe just not. be like Symmetra Orb, but it would destroy itself if it runs into anything. That's a possibility. Um, but this this one seems to be really interesting. On such a low cooldown, it, it, it's such a... I don't want to say unique, because it's kind of very similar to Graviton Surge, yet it is in its own sense as well. Mm. A very unique ability, um, considering it's not an ultimate, that's, that is. Uh, and it, it really does kind of open up the chance for some really kind of uh, funky kind of combinations, um, especially some of the ones I've seen. Yeah, so... and, and just as a side note, I do remember seeing on some PTR, I'm not sure if it was on a stream or not, um, but it, it does cancel stuff like Hanzo's ult. So stuff with stuff the cast time, it, mm. it can interrupt. So it's effectively, I mean, if you were to be face, facing off with someone like a Roadhog, um, you, you could interrupt stuff like the hook. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it could be used medium, short to medium range to disrupt your opponent as well. Like, it's not just the... There's going to be a lot of people looking for those huge clutch pay, plays where you throw it over a Reinhardt shield, pull everyone in the air while your junk rat flies in with a tire or something, you know what I mean? And it <laughs> stuffs their shield yeah. up. But um, I think it's going to have a lot of practical use in just one-on-one skirmishes as well. I mean, throwing your opponent somewhere that they're not expecting it stuffs their aim up. It can make them miss skill shot abilities. It's got a lot of applications, I feel. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be something interesting to see. Um, one of the most interesting things I've seen um, as far as uh, team wipe abilities and stuff like that is uh, I've seen someone, like similar to how you throw a McCree flash at the, over a Rhine shield, you, throw it, you shoot it above a Rhine shield and then lift the Rhine up off the ground and then your Rhine hammers down and gets a free hammer ah, down. Ah, that's, yeah, that's something I didn't even think of. Because technically the shield's not blocking it. So you can get a free oh. hammer down if you lift their Rhine up, Reinhardt off the ground. Fuck, man. Even if man. their shield's still up, it still gets hammered down. That's so, yeah, that's so powerful, isn't it? So I mean... even with a Reinhardt, <laughs> you get free hammer downs if they have one. It's, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, right, like, because I still feel, uh, I'm not sure if you agree, but I still feel it's going to be a run v run meta even when she comes out because the the rectangle is just it's too strong. It's but, irreplaceable. Yeah, but at the moment the only real counter to it, as far as having your other tank roll specifically to try push through the run to give your run the shield advantage, because we all know like Reinhardt players know it's all about the shield advantage in a run v run. Whoever mm. whoever shield is down, their team is in danger. That, like it's 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 the most obvious basic 
game knowledge there. You can be hit by anything if your Reinhardt shield is broken. Now, you have people like Roadhog who are in the game half the time as flankers to get an easy pick on a healer or a DPS that's in a bad position, or to just right-click the fuck out of a Reinhardt shield and break it quickly. Same mm. with like your Divas. Just pound into the Reinhardt shield, go and take out the Widowmaker or the Hanzo at the back or the healers and piss people off. But a lot of their job of this of the off tank is spraying into the uh, uh, opposing Reinhardt shield to break it quickly. Now, if Arissa replaces that off tank role, she has the damage to do it, but she also has this that you just mentioned. Like your Reinhardt gets alt in the middle of a team fight where you're fighting on a capture uh, king king of the hill map. She flicks a right click over the top, lifts them up, coordinates with the Reinhardt. Bam! Uh, the the shield advantage is almost irrelevant. Yeah. It's it's quite ridiculous. Did not um, even consider it. It's a good one. Yeah, when, when I saw it, it was, I didn't consider it until I saw it. And I'm like, wow, that's actually going to be quite... I can imagine that's going to be quite overused, to be honest. And um, Finding a way to properly counter that will be maybe uh, a diva. It's probably what's going to have to come in. Because yeah, that's the only, yeah. Ten, yeah, basically, that's really it. Um, all right, so we'll come back to that one later if we want to discuss more about it. Uh, yep. So next is kind of a... a it's, it's a unique ability, um, introducing... Uh, kind of a new mechanic and it's a fortify ability which um basically makes is it unstoppable is that the the terminology unstoppable yeah, i think it was used. i mean that, that's what it's called in other blizzard games so i'd assume that's what they so call it yeah so uh essentially this ability she uh ra- raises her left arm up almost into like a shield position and she glows like a greeny color um and she, for those four second duration, uh, she is, uh, has a 50% damage reduction. So, and she always, uh, also cannot be affected by any sort of CC. So even a Reinhardt hammer down will not affect her if she's in this state, uh, while she's hit. Now, does she so, take the damage? She would take the damage, wouldn't she, from the hammer down? She would still take the damage. Yeah. She just can't well, 50% be in less. Any- yeah. Yeah. And that's slows, that's knockbacks, that's, that stuns, that's every, any form of CC. Oh. And opposing Arissa's... Oh, uh, and she'd be able to use that to get out of Gravitons as well, wouldn't she? She can walk straight through a Graviton as if it's not there, yeah. yeah. And interesting note, as you said, it's a four-second duration. It's a 10-second cooldown. That's 40% uptime on 50% less damage. Mm. Now, people are knocking her for having only 400 health and 200 of that's armor, which I agree is a bit underwhelming. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't look great for someone sitting in the tank role. But when you have 40% uptime on 50% reduced damage, that's pretty immense. Yeah, you're essentially given about an extra 30% of your health, more or less. Yeah, so uh, you're sitting up at about 600 health. So you're sitting close to close to a Reinhardt uh, Roadhog in that I, sort of realm. I, c- I can't remember if I've seen this or not, but it feels like it'd be something I, I have seen. Um, is that when she becomes unstoppable, if a Reinhardt charges her, she counts as... Um, I don't. I don't know if she counts as a charge or a wall. If oh, that, if that whether she like, blocks him, yeah. She whether she blocks him or makes him fall down like a stun. I, I that's something I don't quite know. Mm. Um, I can't remember. I've seen a video, but I can't remember if it was tested which way it goes. Well, it's either she charges him, or he charges her, and he just hits a wall like anything else, or he gets knocked down as if he's hit like another Reinhardt. Oh, that's been something that I'm kind of curious to see how it works because technically she's unstoppable, so she yeah. won't be affected by it. But I wonder how it re- uh, reacts with the Reinhardt side of the interaction. It's a good point to raise. I feel like logically he should be stunned, 
Mm. Um, because it still is as much as like uh, unstoppable. She she would be then treated as a part of the environment to CC abilities to, to an extent. Because I'm going to assume she can still block shit while while she's unstoppable. So say you know how like if you're standing behind someone with a Zaya shield and a Reinhardt hammers down, you don't get hit by the hammer down because the person in front of you is blocking it. As in that they're part of the environment blocking it. So I feel mm. like she's going to be the same in regards to Reinhardt ults, and because she's a player, I think, uh, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I feel like she Reinhardt should be knocked down, but again, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm sure someone out there has tested it, but well, she's been out for a while now, so someone is bound to have tried it. Yeah, just I honestly don't know. It'd be, it'd be, it's kind of an interesting way if it should work or not, regardless of how it does. Like, how do you consider that? Because with a shield, for example, with a Zarya shield, you can stop a knockdown. Um, if she blocks it, because her um her shield counters like yeah, it's almost like a it's a barrier, of course. So therefore, mm. anything behind the barrier won't get hit by it. So you can you can body block a full Reinhardt ultimate if you hit it right at the point where he's hitting it, and you're standing in front of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so with that, she's she, so so far she seems to be quite a strong character. Um. So she already has damage reduction, but she also gets a protective barrier, which funnily enough is called protective barrier, um, which is her E ability. Um, and what this is, is kind of, uh, it's not, I wouldn't, it's, it's almost a Reinhardt shield, but it's probably closer to a Symmetra shield because it, um, about health wise. Yeah. But it, it just, she shoots it at the ground and it sits there like a, a little portable shield that stays on the ground. Um, Best description lasts- I've heard of it is it's, it's Widowmaker's E. That projects a shield after it. It it's pretty okay, much yeah. moves exactly the same as Widowmaker Z. Yeah, that, no, that's very, yeah, it's pretty pretty much it. Yeah, um, it's so it's a nine hundred health uh, shield, and uh, they the type here they say under the, the stats is that it's an an arching projectile. So it has like yeah, like you're saying the widow kind of trajectory, um, or her mind's trajectory, like the very strong arch. So you can't shoot it very far essentially. Yep. Um. Duration is 20 seconds, so it's there for a long, long time, mm. um, which offers quite a lot of uh, defense, and its cooldown is 12 seconds. So, so 100% uptime if it doesn't get destroyed. Uh, I don't know, because it depends how they make the, the cooldown. If they make the cooldown uh, when yeah, it's destroyed, yeah. um, oh. it depends on that cooldown. I think it'll be Winston. It'll be, it'll be when it's destroyed. That's a good point, because that would be, yeah. be a bit ridiculous. Uh, I mean... 900 damage every 12 seconds. Uh, I mean, it's not huge, but I mean, Reinhardt's shield probably takes a good second, uh, 10 seconds to destroy in full. Um, yeah. In general play, I mean, obviously, if you stand there with your whole team spraying into it, you can take it out in a couple seconds, but um, yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point. I think it'll be 12 seconds um, after mm. it's destroyed. Yeah, definitely. Probably that way. Otherwise, it'd be too, way too strong, considering yeah. it's 900 health. Um, her ultimate. Uh, now, this is quite interesting, actually, how this works. Um, so, essentially, she her ultimate is this little um, uh, what is it? A uh, I don't even know what it is. To be it's honest, it's like a little but, uh, little bongo sitting on the ground. Little bongo. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess so. Yeah, bongo. That's probably a good way of describing it. Um, so it's a little bongo. We'll call it that. You deploy. Um, the bongo itself has two hundred health, so it can be destroyed. Um, it provides an area of effect where you have to be within the um the line of sight of the the ultimate ability, and uh, what it does for you is it gives your anyone in 
uh, line of sight on your team, including yourself, uh, a damage increase of 50%. So essentially it gives you your whole team a nano boost without the damage reduction. You'll just get the damage increase or a, a right click of a mercy, for example, or her damage up, um, but for everyone in line of sight. Which uh, is pretty fucking good. Yeah, it, it, look, it's going to be really strong, especially for um, defense and stuff like that. Uh, it does last for 15 seconds as well, so that's quite a long time. Um, especially giving six players 50% damage increase for 15 seconds. That's very, very, very strong. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know what else to really say about it. But apparently the area effect is only up to 25 meters. So 25 meters is quite a large... Yeah, um, well, as an example, Zenyatta's is 10. Mm. So it's double, uh, is- double and a half um, Zenyatta's, and Zenyatta's range is quite large. I think, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Symmetra. I think her uh, shield generator is 30, isn't it? So that's, it's close to that. Far right, yeah, and that's, that's and- massive. So I think that's quite large, yeah. Um, and just um, as a note, on the charge required, it's very comparable to Anna's ult. So Anna's ult's 1650 points to charge, um, and then Orissa's is 1725. So that's it's going to be up pretty quick. Mm. It's not going to be something that's easy to get, but um, it's going to be something that's going to be very, very effective. So that'd be interesting to see how people get creative with that. Definitely. Uh, so that's really all her abilities. As far from that, um, just she feels like she's going to be really strong. Like I, I played a bit of her on the on the PTR myself um, before the changes. Yep. And she felt she felt good. She didn't, I wouldn't say she felt overpowered. I wouldn't put it to say that far, but she felt like she'd be someone that would be picked quite a lot. Um, where she fits is the question because like currently now you see a Reinhardt in most, uh, in most games. He's, he's fair to say he's a strong pick just because he's a safe pick. Definitely. Um, he, his shield obviously denies a lot of damage, not to mention it protects your team from a lot of, uh, CC, um, obviously hooks and stuff like that, but also, uh, any sort of just straight damage. So, you know, you can, you're negating 2000 damage with a very short cooldown. So very strong. Um, yeah. Your healers are basically, you know, your Lucio, your Anna, your Lucio, your Mercy, blah, 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 blah. And um, your, your tanks are pretty much just what really is swapping. So like your DPS, you can have your projectiles and your hit scans, depending on what people want to play. But your tank is kind of where you see the most diversity in your picks, I want to say, because... You've either got a Reinhardt Azaya, a Reinhardt a Hog, a Hog Azaya, a Monkey Azaya, a Monkey a Diva, etc., etc. Yeah. I kind of wanted. I'm kind of interested to see where she's going to fit as far as compositions, because she's not going to fit into a dive composition. No, way, she's too she, slow. Uh, that's a big note that we that we didn't touch on either. She's an extremely slow character. She's slower. She, yeah, she's she slower than Reinhardt. Slow. Yeah. So. It's going to be... Uh, where, where do we think she's going to fit? Because if, if she's going to fit into standard, of course, is mostly likely where she's going to go because obviously she's not dive. Um, but who is she going to replace? Well, maybe not even replace, but who is she going to be swapped for out for in certain compositions? Because Zaya feels like she's yeah. too strong as well to swap out. And same with... Uh, again, like, it, it, it comes... It's all going to depend on, like, your DPS because if you're playing quite a picky kind of DPS, then you're probably going to want to run someone like a Roadhog who, who keeps working within that. And then you're going to want your Reinhardt to defend 
your healers and you know your hit scan. Um, if you mm. run dive, yeah, she's not going to work in dive. I mean, it's too good to have the monkey and the Zaya type uh, tanks or diva in a dive comp. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't see her replacing Reinhardt. I can't. I can see her working really well with a Reinhardt, uh, but I probably see Zaya working better with a Reinhardt. So it's mm. it's going to be interesting. I mean, we're, we're going to see when she's played. It's going to come down to her damage, I feel, because, I mean, you've got the combo with her dropping her shield so that Reinhardt can let his shield recharge, and that's a nice little combination, but you also have Zaya who can bubble the Reinhardt and gains damage from him dropping his shield. So yeah. uh, it's just going to it's gonna come down to the numbers, I feel. It's going to come down to people's play styles. It's going to come down to how good Holt is, her, her right-click. Um, how good the ult is, how often it gets insta-killed, just crap like that, really, I think. Um, it's going to be mm. the whole Anna-style thing. Everyone thought Anna was shit. Like, well, not shit, but when she was in PTR, everyone thought, oh, this is wicked, she's going to be awesome. She came out, everyone hated her for a good month or, month or two, to even three months, and then she turned out to be probably the most broken hero that the game's seen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So... Um. We're going to have to wait and see. Pretty much, yeah. She's going to have to be trialed and just see where she fits. It'll, and it's going to take the community a long time to figure that out, I imagine. But, um, yeah. So, uh, basically, to touch up on Arissa, um, we discussed the changes. So, originally, she was put into the PTR with uh, a magazine size of 200, and that was reduced to 150. It was seen as way too much uh, for the damage she was doing. Um. I also forgot to mention her reload time is quite slow. It's uh, I don't know the exact what is it the exact seconds. Let's just quickly two, get that two, up. Two point uh, five, two point five seconds for reload. So it's it's quite a long reload. So it 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 seems fitting that she has a, a large magazine size. That's fine, but uh, two hundred was a bit too large, way too large in my opinion. Well, so I'm, just, I'm just going to check that. while we're on that. I'm going to check Bastions for an example for, for reload time. So hmm. here's configuration sentry reload time is two seconds, so it's longer than Bastions. Mm, yeah, and for someone that's more relied uh, relies on being more mobile than Bastion, which is just a set kind of defense character. Yeah, uh, she definitely needed that to be reduced a bit, and uh, for for everything else she has, really, she has so much more uh, utility. Yep. Um. So that that seems fitting. That was good to see them do something like that, and to see them change a character that they haven't even released yet, just because of PTR testing, is uh is definitely a good sign that people are jumping on the PTR and uh, actually testing stuff out. So we're not just getting a kind of a rough cut of a character put into the live game and stuffing everything up, especially with like competitive and stuff. You want a, a very uh, easy going and uh, well suited kind of environment for it. You don't want to just chuck it in and it messes everything up, kind of like with the Bastion changes that we'll discuss that kind of threw <laughs> yeah. everyone off and cha- it, it made a bit of a shitstorm, to be honest. It did. Um, and her, uh, her ultimate is now um, the changes they made is it takes 15% longer to get. So, that also seems fitting considering how strong it is. Um, and I think how she's sitting right now from uh, from specs-wise looks really good. She doesn't seem to be too strong at all, but she doesn't seem to be in the gutter either. So it's going to be exciting to see her uh, chucked in the game with all these other changes and see what really does make it through to life with all this. Which I think is the perfect way that... Uh, it's exactly how Blizzard would want people to feel. We're looking at her, mm. and when we're reading out her abilities and looking at it, we go, holy fuck, this is insane. But then when you mm. think about the character and think about the meta and where it's going to fit, you're like, ooh, how is this going to work? 
It's not, it's not like a, okay, shit, chuck her in the bin, or, okay, fit this character into every comp because you have to have it. it it's, it's the mm. perfect in-between. It's the, she's going to be quite situational. I think she will be throughout her whole life. Um, and I think we'll definitely, that, that'll be the, the biggest thing that rings true that everyone's talking about at the moment. Yeah, indeed. Um, so that's pretty much Arissa done and dusted. She's going to be interesting to see, and, um, I'm glad they're making a lot of changes on her. So, uh, we'll leave that one for now and move on to something else. Now I want to quickly just jump on something that's not on our running sheet, which is, um, Anna, um, I took it off, but I actually still want to have a quick, just a quick chat about it. So, yep. Um, there was a few changes done to her recently on PTR because they still reckon with the, um, it kind of links to Arissa actually because Arissa is dropping, they don't want this, uh, the dreaded tank meta to come back, which is obviously if you didn't play the tank meta, um, <laughs> it was a composition where three tanks was the strongest way to win. It was, uh, at its height when Devil was really strong and, um, it is still used today, but it's nowhere near as broken or any, it's not even broken at all. Actually, now it's quite. Uh, you can combat it quite. It's easily just a strat now. It's just a. It's just a strat you can actually use now. Mm. Other than if you have to. Yeah, exactly right. So if you're confident with your tanks now, you can do it and still win. Um, but before, if you didn't play three tanks, you would just lose. Uh, that's just pretty much how it was. It was. It was ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so they wanted to nerf Anna a bit to kind of uh follow suit with uh the Arissa drop so that there wasn't more just a tank meta reintroduced so uh what they did was they wanted to reduce her biotic rifle which is her primary fire her healing from 80 to 60 uh damage wise so that's when you're shooting an enemy not when you're healing when you're shooting an enemy um which i i don't know which one of these have actually are going to live because i think they reverted all of this stuff um, I definitely know they reverted the bionic grenade changes, which I'm going to just talk about now, which was, um, impact damage reduced from 60 to 30, which is, uh, again, hit, uh, hit when it hits an enemy. So it used to do 60 damage when you throw your grenade down and it would splash, it would do 60 damage to an enemy. Um, they wanted to change that to 30 and the healing, they wanted to change from hundred to 50. Now I believe Ooh. the bionic grenade ones are the only ones they're reverting. But I, they, I might be wrong with that, and the rifle might be changed, uh, might be staying at 82. But um, this is like, basically, there was a lot of memes going around of just Anna in a coffin. Like, she, if, if these <laughs> biotic grenade changes went through, she was going to be rubbish. She was gone. She, yeah. as, from someone from such a unique and primary healer to go that little a healing is, is ridiculous. Like, um, she would have been just, I would say, out of meta if she was that weak. Uh, her healing just would be outclassed by everyone especially else. just to touch on when they've just buffed murphy uh murphy mercy i mean <laughs> they've just made a huge change to mercy which i think flew under the radar which was the her she can't be killed while reviving anymore which as mm. much as it sounds tiny uh, it's a big change but yeah oh it, it's definitely noticeable in games you go to kill her and as soon as she hits q you can't insta pop her so she's yeah. just you either kill her beforehand or she gets it off and she's alive for a three uh, for like two seconds or something yeah yeah, but I 100% agree with the Anna comments for sure. She would have been in the bin. Um, well, I, there's a couple of things I, I apparently skipped over when I was reading the PTR notes that I've just found on this one. Um, so that's Anna pretty much. They, they're not going to do the bionic grenade changes. They changed them back. So her original yep. values of 80, 60, 100 are going to stay, which is uh, good. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yep. I don't think she's broken at the moment. She's strong. She's easily combated. It's fine. Um, this one you'll like. I know you'll like this one. Uh, <laughs> Junkrat. So Yay. Junkrat no longer hurts himself from his own explosions. 
Yes, um, we're even more noob friendly now. I love it. <laughs> so this includes his ultimate too, funnily enough. So he can't blow himself <laughs> up with his ult. Uh, so obviously your mine, where you'd use to jump, never hurt yourself anyway. So that doesn't really count. But uh, it's your left click. So you just your primary fire. You can't hurt yourself with that anymore. So if you're in a room and you're blowing someone up, you're not going to kill yourself. You won't even do any damage. It does zero damage to yourself and the same damage to everyone else. So this is just a very, this is a strong buff for Junkrat. Not so much damage wise, but uh, for kind of uh, viability, just some, I'd say. Yeah, survivability buff, really. Yeah, really. He's just, it's going to make him funny. There's going to be a lot more trolls now with Junkrat. Um, probably going to make him more fun to play too, to be honest. Now you're not killing yourself 90% of the time. Mm. Um. I do like the, the, the fact that his ult doesn't kill himself. I really do. I think that should be a thing. Like, Diva's ult doesn't kill herself. Why, would, why should Junkrat's? Just please, know? God, no, do not put these changes on Farah. For <laughs> no, fuck's Farrah sake. Sh she should hurt herself, yeah. She, like, should, uh, she should do more to herself than she currently does. Anyway, that's just me being biased because uh, <laughs> I'm fucking platinum and can't aim. So it's hard to kill a Farah. <laughs> But, um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much junk, right? That, I think that's a nice touch. That's uh, definitely something that should have been done ages ago. Now we think about it, considering D. Uh, I still remember when Diva used to kill herself with her ultimate. That was yeah. a pain. It, <laughs> it made it so unviable. And it took like a second and a half longer to blow up, so everyone just ran away, yeah. and you were the only one that died to it, even though it was your ult. It was, yeah, the easily, yeah, the easily the most useless ult in the game on release. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that's all been changed. So, uh. I apparently missed a lot of things because there's a couple <laughs> of other things here. So, uh, Sombra. So apparently it's not this one here, but I've seen, um, current videos showing that her, uh, when she hacks a health pack, so you can see it through walls. Now your teammates can see it through walls as the green outline of it. Oh, so, so your teammates are now more aware of where a health pack is. So same as when she can, um, uh, so, like, when she has her ability to see through walls when an enemy's low, it, it, a health pack for her and her teammates will now... It's highlighted, like, bright green, um, a friendly health pack, so you can see where it is. So teammates don't actually... You don't have to communicate it necessarily. They'll be able to see it through walls. Kind of like how a Hanzo Sonic Arrow shows enemies, but instead of them being red, the health pack will be green. And um, and by the outline, you'll be able to see whether it's up yet or not as well. Yeah, correct. And you'll be able to see what type of uh, health pack it is if it's a... Uh, like a bigger mini, or a mini a, yeah yeah exactly so it's a, that's a good nice touch um that's pretty much it like winston oh besides the winston change where um so his cooldown of his barrier draw, uh, starts when he places it so you're going to be seeing basically winston throwing out a lot more barriers which is going to make uh dive comp a lot more viable now because winston's going to be strong necessary uh, necessary change i'd say yeah pretty much um so under here it says that Health packs can be seen through walls, so that's true. And, uh, yeah, so, alright, that's say here. So, Anna's, yeah, damage and healing has been reverted back to what it was on live. So, that's pretty much it to do with PTR. PTR's had a lot of changes. Um, but it's good to see that they're not just saying, we've changed it, that's it now. They're actually listening to the community and, uh, the feedback of how it goes. It's, uh, definitely a good sight. 100%. Um, so what have we got next? Uh, Zaya? Yeah, Zaya. Yep. Zaya changes. Uh, this is interesting, and we were talking about this before, and saying that, because I've been playing a bit of Zaya over the last few days, I haven't noticed it myself, like, and, unless it's just very coincidental that And it's I on live, by it. the way. Uh, this is a change that's already come in. Yeah, so what we're talking about now will be, will be on live. Um, 
Yeah, probably should have mentioned that. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> well, this is on live now. So apparently, I don't know to the extent. So I'll read what the developers had to say. So um, apparently the developers said that this change is actually reverting an attempted bug fix from a previous patch. Zarya's barriers no longer protect players who are hit by a knockback effect that pierces the shield. So I believe that's like melee attacks. Melee pierces shields. Um, so this charge um, does not affect knockback abilities that occur outside the barrier. For example, if Zarya has a barrier on herself and is hit by one of Farah's concussive blasts, she won't be affected because the barrier blocked the effect. However, if Winston uses his ultimate and starts to swing at Zarya, it will now knock her back even if a protective barrier is active uh, since melee attacks pierce barriers. So Reinhardt what as I well, take yeah. from that... Um, would, would Reinhardt's hammer knock her back? No, uh, well, he, his auto attacks knock you around a bit. So, so that, would, that would have to knock her around a bit with her shield up. I, gu- I guess technically that's a melee, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it would pierce, her, it'd, it'd pierce the shield and it'd knock her around a bit. And Slap her so up that, a bit. Yeah, so we're thinking from this, it'd be Winston and um, Reinhardt would be pretty much your only threats from that, wouldn't it? Because obviously yeah. you can't be booped because that's outside the shield. Yeah, not, not unless Reinhardt got nice, uh, Lucio got nice and close, but I still, I still think it'd get, it'd get blocked, yeah. Yeah, so your, real, your own real, only real threat now is a Winston and a Reinhardt still, but you'll still, would you still take the damage? Would you still absorb the damage? Yeah, you'll, I still, you you'll still absorb the damage from both melees, because you currently still do, you just don't get knocked back at the moment. Oh, well, you didn't, but now you do, so... Okay, yeah. It's just starting the Which, knockback. It's just a bit of housekeeping. Another minor little buff to Winston. Minor little change yeah. for Reinhardt. He's getting it's, a bit of love, Winston. Yeah, he is. Good old Winston. He's getting some, uh, getting some love for sure. Well, you know, Harambe, anniversary soon. I don't know if it is, but I'm going to say it is. So we've got to give him some love. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, be interesting to see more Winston's come out of that now. Um, yeah. Because people, people overlook his strength. He's a very, very strong character. It's the it's uh, the play style. It's the you, you you can't be a hero and play Winston. You have to be very calculated. I uh, like what did that? Uh, what who was the streamer? XQC, I think it was. Yeah, XQC. He he's, watching, he, yeah. he was there. Um, saying in his you know European accent with Winston, you you don't use your hands, you don't aim, you but you use your brain. Mm, like as you very, as like autistic said, as that statement is, it, it rings quite true. <laughs> Because it is true, it's a very, he's a cerebral character. You're not, you're not flicking around like you're playing Hanzo, you're flicking left, right, it's all muscle memory. You're, you're definitely making strategic plays. Every, every mm. jump has to be pretty well calculated. So I think that's why he's not very popular. But as you said, hopefully more people pick him up and get better at him now. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be something to be good. So the more diversity and composition availability is just going to be better. I mean, makes the game less stale when there's more, um, you know, more choices to be made as far as compositions go. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty much it with Zaya. That was really it. It was kind of interesting to read over. Um, but like I said, yeah, I didn't really notice any of that. But uh, anyway, um, so this was quite controversial, this next point. Um, so when season four went live, so did these stupid changes and um, without any sort of, See, I think these should, changes should have gone to live in the downtime. They should have tried with more of this stuff on live in the downtime and then allowed us to start the competitive season without some sort of cheese strat, which was the Bastion. Yeah. Now, Bastion is fine now. 
back bef- when he was first um, introduced with this change, it was ridiculous. Like, he could heal through so much damage with his self-heal, um, and if he was being pocketed, he was unkillable. Uh, like, to the point where a Nano Genji ultimate would not kill him, um, a Nano Soldier could not kill him if he was being pocketed and stuff like that. It- it's ridiculous. So, uh, to put it, to give you the stats... Um, it was Ironclad, which is his passive, which uh, is Bastion takes damage, has damage reduction while in uh, tank or sentry form. So his ultimate or in his minigun form. So his non-mobile uh, forms. And um, so it was set at 35% damage reduction going to live with Season 4, which was uh, very, very strong. It's, uh, did just, you, it's just crazy. Did you experience that at all? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I played with that. I I admit I was the scumbag that jumped on the first day of those lives. Uh, those those changes went live. Played nothing with Bastion for about four hours straight. Uh, it felt great. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it was enjoyable, <laughs> but it was absurd for ranked. Um, I think more so in the lower ranks because the better players can aim. So so Bastion still died. Um. But it just, it terrorized sub 3k MMR, really. Yeah, I noticed a lot of, um, it seems to be a lot of the, the lower to mid-range players are the ones that complain about Bastion regardless of his uh, current sitting in the meta. Um, but uh, it, he was ridiculous. 35% damage reduction was way too much. The fact that he couldn't be killed by a, a Nano Genji sword while just sitting there healing himself um, yeah. is, is beyond stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Um, so that's been changed. It has for about a week now or so. And he now takes only, only has uh, 20% damage reduction, not 35. So, uh, I think that sits nicely. Like it, it still keeps him viable, but he's not chosen really anymore because, well, I don't see him in my games because he's just not that strong. Um, he's easily, easily counted more. So it's probably a better way to put it. Like definitely very, unless you play around him, like you've, you've got a diva Reinhardt. You you basically have to win the shield war with him. That's more or less it. Like if you are not playing like set up, um, you're kind of just gonna die. And, and if they run any really kind it. of sniper, you're probably in trouble as well now. Yeah, exactly right. And with Farah being picked a lot, um, he's even weaker as he than he used to be since his damage reduction's been reduced. Yep. Uh, whereas before he could just sit there and take rockets and be fine, which is stupid. And it and it uh, seems like that 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 change alone made them realize how strong the damage reduction was, and they decided yeah. to bring in this this next point as well. Hmm. So yeah. So with the total damage reduction as a cap, um, so with nano boost, for example, you take fifty percent less damage, um, and that's just on any character, of course. Um, so take someone like Bastion, which already has damage reduction on in certain uh certain forms yep. so that was sitting at about 70 percent. so the the current cap before this change was 70 percent, and um now they, they've changed it so the total damage reduction that any hero can receive while buffed and they put an example as uh nano boost and uh, arisa's fortify or you could say like nano boost and uh century bastion for example as well yep. has been capped at 50 so basically the nano boost is the cap like you cannot have any take any less dam or have any more damage reduction than what a nano boost can provide good, you. Good change. Of yeah, I agree. I agree. Can you imagine um, Arissa with it? She'd be at the seventy percent as well, just like just like uh, Bastion was. 
Mm. And with her damage per second, that would be fucked. I think that's probably actually one of the things that's made them change it as well. I mean, the Bastion thing was one thing. It's for for how long does his ult last for? It's for six, seven seconds every now and again. Whereas Arissa would be popping that out every single time Nano Boost is up. Yeah, exactly right. It's it's quite ridiculous. Um, but it's good that they notice something like that, especially with bringing in characters that have those uh those traits that they're acknowledging. Those kind of changes need to be made. It's uh, all, it's all reassuring that they are very aware of how their changes are going to affect the game, and that they're coming into this very informed and uh making good decisions as far as the game is going to go. Definitely. Uh, so one of the the last points to do with changes is um was something that's only just been brought out the last couple of weeks so the custom games or the specifically the server browser um which i'm sure everyone's had some form of experience with at some point is um is something that's very fun we've we've all wanted it i imagine at some point in time you know most pc games specifically um have some form of server browser take like counter-strike for example you can just go quick match if you like, but if you want to find something more specific, you can um, search for, obviously, through the custom servers, uh, server browser and whatnot to find games, yep. uh, games that you want. So many players were taking advantage of this and um, benefiting from the XP because you can only XP in these custom games, which I like because it feels like the time you're spending in these games, if you're playing them properly, you should get XP, right? Why not? Definitely. And players found that the skirmish uh, would not kick you for AFK. So you could set a 30-minute skirmish game, uh, not even pick a character, and be rewarded after 30 minutes of AFK time uh, around, I think it it was said to be around 5.8 to 6K. Yeah. So essentially a a, a full competitive match worth of AXP. Um, And you could do this with 11... Exactly right. You could do this at any point. You could leave your computer on 24-7, just as long as you set the settings to uh, never go back to lobby or something like that and just cycle through maps. You wouldn't even have to touch it. You could go to work for eight hours, come back, and have, what would that be, like uh, 16 games at about 16K, uh, 6K. So, you know, you've got about... I, I can't do the math really. Like <laughs> you, 60, got, uh, you, got like, you got like 90K XP. You, you got a lot of XP, yeah. Um, so... It was being abused quite ridiculously. Now, there was an update from Jeff Kaplan on the um, on the forums, I believe it was, or something like that, and he said he was quite disappointed in the player base and that they've removed... <laughs> yeah, they've now removed EXP from only the skirmish mode, and um, AFK detection has been added to skirmishes, so you'll now get kicked from skirmish, as in any other game mode would. There's no AFK... Um, uh, there's no now there is an AFK timer, so you you will get kicked. Uh, this is not for skirmish in like uh quick play. You won't get kicked from that. Only in custom games. Um, yeah. So EXP still on? Actually, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I, I don't know. Actually, is EXP on? No, no, you can't get EXP from skirmish matches. So you can't even no. just play around in a skirmish anymore. So which which that, does kind of make fun. sense. I mean, it's it's a very open situation for boosting and and stuff of the like. But, yeah, and yeah. Pe- people were complaining about this a lot, but I understand it from their point, and you have to as well. Um, anyone has to. Like, you, you just you have to understand. Like, uh, loot boxes are 
their revenue flow like it's a pay once game get get all their dlc for free like they're not charging us for map packs they're not charging us for characters they um skins you can earn from just opening loot crates from leveling up right you don't you could play this game completely free and earn as much as someone who's paid for it it just takes a bit longer there's no advantage to spending money it only gives you cosmetics yeah exactly like when they've made a game like this and people are abusing the way that you know they get their revenue you know that they don't make us pay so it what should they people were complaining oh but it's only loot boxes but yeah that's how they make money that's how they keep the game going that's how you know that's how it works it's like if in hearthstone which is a completely free game there was some exploit to just continuously get free card packs like, exactly yeah. yeah yeah yes they get money from when you purchase the game but that that is minimal compared to the amount of money they earn off loot boxes oh exactly right yeah especially when events come around too and like if no one spent money on events, there wouldn't be that influx of money. That's how events keep the game going, you know? Well, what, what if they did it like, like, people complain about them getting rid of these exploits and stuff. Think about it if Overwatch was CSGO and you had to play 10 matches to get one loot box. Maybe. Hmm. And then you had to pay to unlock that loot box. Like, I, I would much prefer a system where you're guaranteed to get one every level up. You have ways of getting them through the arcade. They're consistently bringing ways out for you to gain the loot boxes for free. Let them let them keep their cash flow. Like, don't abuse the system. Exactly right. Um, there has been so based on what they said is um Jeff Kaplan actually uh has asked the community to monitor these servers. Like he says to anyone not to join them, anyone in them, report server owners, report the game, report people in it, and um he said there will be actions taken upon these people who still now wish to abuse the game in any sort of manner. Um. Well, the warning's out there. People can't complain. So if you're thinking about doing something like this, you probably shouldn't. I mean, it'll do so at your own risk. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) I wouldn't take the devs from Overwatch lightly. They're not afraid to make drastic changes to the game, and they've already just snapped out XP for Skirmish, so they'll do it really quickly. Um, Don't be the people that ruin it for the rest of us where we want to earn XP from custom games and have fun. Like, it's something we should enjoy and not abuse for sure exactly um, it was a community requested thing the overwatch team said okay here you go we've made it you can have it and then the few bad eggs they're trying to ruin it but i mean in the end it, it's not going to impact blizzard hugely they're, they're going to stick with no. it and i'm sure it'll stay around and hopefully they bring in i really want them to bring out some stuff like what cs has for the the server browser Imagine some legit Lucio surf maps. That would be fun. Mm, that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, a few so people, people are trying it, like but that. yeah, like like if we could get map creators going and stuff like that, I reckon it'd be awesome. Maybe one day, but um, mm. I mean the game's still yeah. in its infancy, really. Oh yeah, it's only not even it's not even one year old yet, technically from release. Yeah, true. Um, it was came out in May, didn't it? May last year, so it's yeah, not even um, shit. Yeah, it's only ten months old. Fantastic. It's but a, but a, yeah, it's but a child. <laughs> but, so, uh, all right. I mean, the future of Overwatch is looking quite bright with how we're going so far. Oh, well, so what? It's not even a year yet. We've had two character releases. We're about to get a third. There's going to be three character releases within a year. Um, and, and it's that would be classed as a slow year for character creation because the first six months of the game, they're just trying to fix the game up. And make mm. sure that, that the game was running properly. I mean, there were a bunch of issues. There were changed competitive mode three times. 
Like, there's been uh, two times. Anyway, they, they, they've reworked a lot of the actual game now that they've got that going. I don't see why we won't see f- five, six heroes released in the next year. Mm, yeah, for sure. I imagine we'll see heaps more. Um, I'm just sending you a picture right now over here. Now. Yep. Um, this is something, yeah, unless you wanted, unless it was something you wanted to bring up, I was going to have a quick discussion with that I found really interesting. We'll just throw it here and see what our initial ideas are. Yep. Um, I saw this, so have a look at this picture. It is, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the Mercy uh, voice actor in inside some former studio, and she's taking a picture of herself um, recording some lines for something. So she's in the studio recording for something. What this is is unknown. Um, what I want to point out to you, Joel, is if yeah. you read the script in front of her, you can see Dungeon Ooh. Boss as the heading. Uh, so, let me have a look. Let me get this open and get some zoom action going. I'll put this on screen for everyone, by the way. So right. this, she tweeted this out, as far as to my knowledge, she's tweeted this out, and um, from and uh, the tweet has been deleted as of, um, but obviously, read it. the internet yeah. and, and anywhere it doesn't go. Um, but this was the photo that was apparently uploaded for it. Um, Dungeon boss love someone, and there's this big love heart on it from someone. Mm. That's a lot of lines. That that doesn't. That seems like a lot of content. Like that's not just recording a few voice lines for a for an event coming out, or um, four it, or five it, events. It can also be interactions between other characters, like ah, in the that's starting point. part. Yeah, yeah. So yep. then maybe maybe they're not all strictly voice lines. Um, but I mean, there's this could easily just be her character, like people have speculated that it could be just her character coming out in another game like Heroes of the Storm um, but the fact that it says Dungeon Boss is what people have uh, is what le- has led people to believe that it's something maybe like a Junkenstein's Revenge kind of content like a PvE style event again oh um, yeah it could be which we haven't seen obviously since uh, the only one being the Junkensteins and many people have requested that something like that comes out because that was beyond fun that was ridiculously fun to play uh, um, I did not play it once, and I'm disappointed in myself for it. <laughs> it it was one of the best events. Like if you take the May Snow Day, which was all right, but felt very uh, uh, tedious at some times. We'll, sh- we'll say, yeah. um, but uh, I, I definitely say the Junkin Signs would be the fun, the, the most fun. Maybe besides Lucio Ball, Lucio Ball was pretty fun, but uh, uh, Junkin Signs is probably definitely my favorite. Yeah, uh, and let's just so- let's just make a comment as well. I mean. Mercy, Mercy looks fine in and out of the game. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. Um, I don't really see a lot of this stuff. I don't kind of go around Reddit or anything like that. But it is interesting, and it just shows, man. Like, I, I just think this is a testament to to how good the Overwatch team are at hiding the shit they release. Because mm. this chick puts one tweet up, and all this speculation comes out of this one tweet. How the fuck did we not know Arissa was coming? Yeah. Do you know what it, I mean? It, makes, it also makes you think, was she, did she do this on purpose? Because you can just as easily oh, say, I did have to it be. and delete it. It'd have to be on purpose. It really does make you think. Um, but it's really interesting to see something like that leak. Because like, if it wasn't supposed to be leaked, it's very, very uh, intriguing to see what they're doing. Because if something like Dungeon Boss, maybe this is all like a setup. Maybe they just put it there to troll us. You know, you never know. Maybe. Um, Scripted and gay. <laughs> who knows maybe they've tried to stuff around with us but um it's definitely intriguing to see uh a voice actor go back into the the studio to do some recordings for something it's a 
insightful of something happening in the future. Um, Definitely. Hopefully some form of event or something, because uh, it hasn't been an event for about a, a couple of weeks, three months, nearly three or four weeks now. Yeah. Um, which sounds weird to say, considering. <laughs> how we're many greedy. events do you have? We- we're greedy for content. That's what we are. Uh, um, we've had summer games. Uh, we had Halloween. We had Christmas. Or ho- New or the, Year's. You know, the, hol- the holiday and then the New Year's event. So... We've had four events in uh, oh, yeah, there's Easter next. a year. It's got to be Easter, right? Oh, no. Did they say they're skipping Easter? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember, actually. I think, but, uh... I, I think I heard somewhere they're skipping Easter and they're skipping St. Patrick's Day. Maybe I'm wrong, because I think Easter's too heavily religious. Yeah, they try to keep it pretty uh, pretty neutral or at least generalized I mean, hence why, hence why it's called holiday season, not, not Christmas. Yeah. Um, exactly right, but they've got to come up with something. There's got to be something within an, mm. within the next month. There'll there'll be something they announce. I'm sure. Oh, for uh, sure, there'll be something really soon. I imagine for um an event since they haven't done one for so long because it, it's a win win for everyone. Like everyone loves going money. and playing a new event, and they yeah they make a lot of extra revenue off it because people buy loot crates. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it's it's good for everyone. Events fun for everyone, except if you're running out of coins and don't have money to spend. That's probably it's probably more stressful for you, <laughs> but um, okay. everyone enjoys an event regardless. Like it's a bit, it's it, it refreshes you with the game. You know, it feels a bit different, and uh, everyone's in a good mood when there's an event around. So that's always fun. Awesome. All right. Well, I think on that note, we'll uh throw this one away. I mean, we we came in expecting to do thirty forty five minutes, and we've smashed out an hour. So yeah, um, it went for a lot longer than we thought today. We, Talking shit for so long. Believe it or <laughs> believe it or not, we're actually the Overwatch hour today, so um, yeah. that's fantastic. Um, I know it's been a long time coming. This one, guys, we took us I don't know, even know like two months from the first one. No, uh, more or less. We're just both lazy. Um, but I think a more realistic schedule for us will be try to do it once a month. I mean, well, we'll see what happens. But um, maybe for that weekly or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I think once a week is too too much. Nah, <laughs> it's just it's way too much. But for those of you that made it to the end of the video, thanks for watching all the, all the podcasts or whatever. We're on iTunes now. So if you're watching on YouTube, give us a sub on iTunes. Give us a sub, uh, follow, whatever the fuck it is on SoundCloud. That one as well. <laughs> um, one of those. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks, guys.